welcome back to Our Day Off, Episode 3, Season 3. I'm joined here by a marvelous stranger that I met on the internet. <laughs> her name is Susanna. She lives in my neighborhood, and so I'm going to have her present herself to you guys. Hello, my name is Susanna Kuhn. I work as a business development executive for a company called Tech Data, IBM Software Specialty. And honestly, my real passion, art history, social history, and just general trivia. That's awesome. That was so intense. <laughs> um, so today's topic is on relationships, but more specifically, when do we become family with a significant other, with a boyfriend or whatever it may be? So, do you want to begin? Do you have any ideas? Uh, it's interesting that you asked me that. When do you begin? I thought like pretty well any time I started to date someone quote unquote seriously or exclusively, we were sort of doing a dance that was basically familial. Mm -hmm. I felt that I was always either directly or indirectly sort of emulating the relationship and friendship that my parents had. Mm -hmm. And just from that, it was sort of um, family, originally like a friendship, a companionship, developing that rapport. And then, you know, at the same time, being considerate towards that other person. So when you begin to take into consideration what that other person would feel or think or appreciate, yeah. I feel is a moment when you begin to consider that other person as a family member. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Are you married? Yes, happily, for, good, for a good 20 years. Interesting. And Met on a blind date, Museum uh, of Fine Arts. It was a Mexican expressionist exhibition. Oh, Frida cool. Kahlo, passionate. Mm -hmm. That's so cool. Um, what do I think about this? I don't know what I think about this. It's hard to say. I'm not married. I'm in a relationship of like almost a year. But do I really consider this person family? I would want to say so. But at the end of the day, I don't feel like we are really family until there's some kind of like crisis or something that a major event hmm. a child oh, or a marriage interesting or a ring <laughs> or a dog maybe you know or even an apartment together so an emotional investment something that you're emotionally investing in together and yeah. building something that you're trying or, to build or, or, something or raise physical. or care mm -hmm. interesting interesting do you agree uh well yes and no because I guess it, well, yes, I do. Ultimately, it's a companionship. So what you're doing is you're building your companionship and you're beginning to share a goal. It could be mm -hmm. raising the dog. It could be decorating an apartment. It could be finding an apartment to live together. Mm -hmm. So I agree. You're sharing sort of a goal. Yeah. Uh, the, you know, the, some kind of in, uh, initiation, some kind of a goal, and then from there you extrapolate out and you become a, you know, like you said, a family. Mm -hmm. Other goal thing, setting. The hard thing with what I think is just I'm confused as to what the difference is between just having a relationship with someone and being family with someone because you're saying it's companionship right companionship shared goals the um making decisions with the other person's feelings in in mind and mm -hmm. like planning things to do things together mm -hmm. i mean being in a relationship just like that i mean you first start to date maybe you had a vacation planned so you just tell the guy oh look so sorry you know or you know we just started to date, I know, but I had this vacation and, I, and I'm going to go. Mm -hmm. that, I wouldn't consider that too much of a family. I would consider that sheer friendship. But if you have a vacation and then you're beginning to think, hmm, 
I don't really want to go because I'd rather be with that person or maybe that person would like to come with me maybe I should invite them I think mm -hmm. those are the beginning steps mm -hmm. maybe more of a of a life goal or like more of what sharing an experience that's meaningful I guess ultimately mm -hmm. I mean sometimes people say you know I didn't feel married until we had this real crisis some people have told me they didn't feel married until they had their child mm -hmm. right or married, or married or in a or feeling as the child was ultimately the family but mm -hmm. I think of many couples who don't have children yeah that's and they what are I'm a thinking family. about they are a family exactly that's shared goals looking after each other you know comforting each other little subtleties for instance I'm here in Montreal my mm -hmm. mother-in-law is here in Montreal my own mother is totally isolated in southwestern Ontario somewhere she's uh, been widowed so she's been living on her own and it was sort of interesting what she said well you know so your mother-in-law has has family around her, mm -hmm. but I don't. Interesting, eh? Yeah, that is. I just ah, oh, this question, this question gets my mind spinning. I everything you say makes sense, but then you can always argue, you know, some subtlety like, oh well, do you have to be married, or does marriage make you more family, or if you live together. There has to be some type of criteria that we're looking at, no? Yeah, level of commitment, I suppose. Level of commitment. Shared goals. Mm -hmm. um, I guess the idea of, of forming a partnership, maybe that's what family really is, like forming some kind of partnership. Well, I mean, I, let's think about it. Two sisters who never marry, don't have relationships, mm -hmm. and they spend their whole life living together, looking after each other, traveling, they have, you know, whatever, they have their respective careers, maybe some of them they have other outside shared friends maybe they have their own friends they go but yeah. they're living together as a family That's starting true. from their childhood all the way to maybe when they die mm -hmm. that is interesting yeah interesting can, can they adopt that's something too what if two sisters want to adopt and parent a child well I guess Anna Green Gables right yeah Marilla and her brother basically adopted Anne right I haven't even thought of that. It's just, to me, thinking about it. But what about, what about if someone, you said, commitment. Someone who's committed, mm -hmm. who has you know sharing goals. But what if it's one-sided? One then it's not a family. Then it's not a family. Because so I, I just feel it has to be shared. It has to be mutual. That's horrible. Do you know how there's a bunch of families that probably you know, someone's cheating or, you know, they have kids. So that's not a family? Well, it's a un it? potentially an unhappy family, right? That's true. That's true. A family in crisis, maybe? Yeah. Again, it's still a family. maybe it's still a good father or a good mother, but I wouldn't... Again, it depends, right? Like yeah. what, cheating, if it's an open arrangement and it is what it is, mm -hmm. you know, or if it's just something that's going, sneaking around and the other person is totally dedicating themselves. So that's... that's that's really cool. That even if you're married, you might not be family. Even if you have a kid with someone, you might not be family. Mm -hmm. You might not feel that. You might not feel that. Well, again, that's it. Where do your, like, it's so individual, huh? Yeah. Your commitment to the other person. It, what are you committing to? What, you know, is cheating or is having outside uh, relationships even considered cheating for some cultures, right? Yeah, that's right. For, can you have, ah. Oh. Now I'm thinking of a bunch of questions. What about, you have family, right? Mm-hmm. Parents. Mm-hmm. Children. Yeah. Grandchildren. Do you what have, about three generations? Do you generations have just one family? 
No, that's it. I don't think so. It's all an extension. That's what and you're there are thinking, people yeah. that I've known that I that I really I love them as much as I would a, a, any flesh and blood sister or, or flesh and blood brother. And for me, they're part of my family too. Yeah, for sure. I think that's where we differ, though. I think that it's just one family. We have one family. It doesn't have to be blood. It could be friendship. Mm-hmm. I have a lot of friends that I probably love. I'm not going to say as much as my dad because he's probably going to get mad or my mom. But, you know. Yeah. That I, that I consider that I would be very deeply hurt if they, God forbid, passed or, or whatever. Yeah. Well, what, you know? I, I keep thinking like, you know, Hallmark cliches, but what do they say that family is what you're born with and friends become the family that you choose? Or, no, hold on. I, I know it. Um, friends are the family you choose. Yeah. Is that it? Yeah. I think so. Yeah. Friends yeah, yeah. are the family you choose. Well, you could, you could say that it's a bit of a cliche, but I mean, huh. it's a different level of family, right? You're, and you're right. Sociopolitically, what is a family? I remember... Um, Brave New World, when they got rid of the whole family notion, right? And then the communists, I think the Soviet Russia was trying to break down the whole family unit, mm -hmm. where the state was basically the parent, so that the kids would be loyal to the state, and that Excuse didn't quite work that. out. We're in the park. <laughs> oh, looks good. Looks fun. I want to be able to skate. <laughs> I, I want an electric uh, scooter just so I can get get places, you know. My but my old boss had an electric scooter and she would ride fun. it to work. That's awesome. I know. I, I often have to go to Mississauga and um, I have to stay at a hotel and then go to the head office. And I just thought, if only I had a little, you know, electric trottinette, I could just go back That'd and forth. That would be fold. awesome. Yeah. Fold it up and go. Somebody's going to design one somewhere. Yeah. They exist? They do, but I find that they're either really badly rated or overpriced. <laughs> or both. Mm -hmm. True. Um, what were we saying? Brave New World. Brave, breaking down oh, what yeah. the, okay. traditional, the, the traditional notion of parents. Mm -hmm. I was thinking, children. similarly, in The Giver, I don't know if you've read it. No, I don't think the I have. The Giver. I read it years ago in secondary, but my, for one of my English classes. In The Giver, from what I remember of the book, it was this black and white society like everything was in black and white people did not see color they were assigned I think w women or men were assigned their wives or their husbands and they were assigned or I don't know if they had their own biological children or they were assigned children but the whole thing was like families were taken out from you know parents from here and children from there mm -hmm. um, and it was every everything was controlled and organized and it was like utopia dystopia that type of thing but I mean they, they were a family unit were they a family I don't know mm. well I mean the blended family right there's yeah. one too so you're a blended family and, and the blend doesn't work out do you stop be do you stop being family with the people that you've adopted or you blended with that's what I was thinking. There's Some people might choose to because they just don't want to deal with the, the spouse or the, the parent. But, I mean, you know, you've invested, you've watched them grown up, uh, you've loved mm -hmm. them as your own for uh, how many years, and then you're done. It doesn't I don't know. seem like it, it works that easily. Honestly, now that you're making me think about it, I think it really is an individual thing. Mm. It's like, do I consider you my family whether you think so or not is irrelevant. 
you know. Yeah. And I mean, and let's be, uh, you know, with a teenager, I, I assure you that his friends are treated better than his blood family, right? <laughs> so, again, you know, at what point do you change over? At what point do you realize that, you know, you only hurt the ones you love type thing, huh? Soon, don't worry. I was the same. I was horrible. <laughs> I was terrible. But, no, now, I mean, you can, you definitely, once you get some type of independence or whatever it may be, you definitely recognize what your parents have done for you. Hopefully it's more than the laundry and grilled cheese sandwiches, but yeah. <laughs> you sound like an awesome mom. <laughs> no, wow. We'll, we'll find Always out. Always underestimating themselves. I'm just smiling. I, I used to say, um, it's funny because when um, I had my child, or when I found I was pregnant, they said, oh, what do you want? I said, oh, a lover, a thinker, a giver, a worker. Oh, they said, you're going to have four kids. <laughs> I said, no, one can be all those. <laughs> I'm sure he is. I'm sure he is. I'm sure he's great. Um, Let's see. Where else could we go with this? Um, What are the bonds of family? If you consider Mm -hmm. somebody, and are there degrees of considering family? For instance, my mother-in-law loves me, Mm -hmm. but I would never be someone she would leave an inheritance to. She'll leave an inheritance to her children, her blood children, and by uh, and then if they have children, but she'd never leave anything to me because I'm an in-law. But she loves me, and she'll say, "Oh, you know, I have two daughters because she has uh, her own yeah uh, her, her own, own biological uh, and then you." So interesting. I think that depends where you live. I think how you were raised. That's a, that's a whole different thing, though. That's money. Mm-hmm. It's different. My father um, grew up in Hungary. And he was born in 1930. He, he, he told me quite a few poignant stories, but there was one interesting family. He said um, they couldn't have children. They mm-hmm. adopted an orphan. But the orphan, even though they were raising them as, as their son, couldn't eat at the table with them. So there was somehow this, this yeah, degree so oh. of separation that, you know, don't forget you were adopted. And I... I, I I can't remember, I know I asked for more elaboration, but I can't remember all the details, but I just remember thinking that's so, like, that's just not so not North America that I know of, right? Yeah. Because the whole idea is you bring them up and you take them in and, you know, you cherish them like your own. Yeah. That makes me think about, there's actually this thing going around, I cannot remember the name of the couple for the life of me, some YouTube family, they had adopted, they had, I think, three or four biological children. They live in the States. They're wealthy. They've made a living off of their YouTube channels and, you know, whatever branding they've been doing. And they decided they're going to adopt a child from China with special needs. Mm. So they document this whole process, monetize every video, of course. Mm. And then, um, I guess they tried their best or whatever. And then now he's being rehomed. Taking him back to China. I think I heard not, about I don't not taking back to China. Just back to the just rehomed hmm. in the US. Because they did they because were too they're, for them? because his special needs were deemed too hard to deal with by this extremely wealthy family, you know. Like you can afford it. Well okay, so that's interesting. So it, but again maybe it was just the emotional roller coaster. I mean, I, I, I don't want to name name these people but some very fine people difficulty 
couldn't con could conceive, the woman couldn't carry it to term. Mm -hmm. Needless to say, lo and behold, very, you know, relatively late in life. Yeah. Almost biblical, if you if you will, right? Yeah. Suddenly they, f they got a call and they found themselves with a baby. So they fostered it and they immediately adopted him. Now he had all kinds of special needs, all kinds of special needs. Yeah. And they, you know, just, you know, put him first and, and tried to do everything they could. I mean, ultimately, his special needs, you know, put it this way, there was nothing that could circumvent the way he was wired. Yeah. But I, I, always, I said this to my husband, I said, there are no biological parents that would have done more for this adopted child. Absolutely. There's absolutely, like they, you know, he is theirs. That's, yeah. And, you know, and, and I guess that it's, you know, bittersweet. You, when, when adopt, you hope for this sort of, not Disney ending, but, you know. Yeah cohesive and everything goes well and all that sort of stuff but I guess there is the flip side sometimes you're just not emotionally ready yeah. or you just don't have the you just don't have it and you know what maybe there's some people that feel you know why the hell this isn't even mine this yeah. is not my blood yeah I mean I could say it's horrible or not but I think at the end of the day it really like we were saying before just depends on the person entirely I mean from that family from before that we were talking about what I heard was the reason was because the child had some sort of, um, I think it's some kind of disorder where they can't create some type of emotional bond with one of the parent, with the one yeah. of the parental figures, something like that. But that's what I'm thinking is like, I I can kind of sympathize with the family to a certain extent because of that, but at the same time, you know, the child was ripped away from their parents in China or from wherever they wherever he was living has a bunch of other special needs and is thrown into a home with a bunch of kids and mm. you know obviously if they rehomed him I'm sure that they weren't treating him like a biological child why didn't they rehome their biological child <laughs> you know what I mean wow it's that type yeah. of like well maybe that's the other the subtext too that it wasn't not just the parents but though it was wreaking havoc with the other children Maybe. Maybe. I remember. I remember um, okay. that I dated someone years ago, thirty years ago, um, who had a brother who was pretty well, high functioning, but nonetheless autistic. Mm -hmm. And it's interesting because he had a sister who was give or take my age. He was a few years older than me. And he said to me um, that his sister said, "You don't know how lucky you were. You didn't have to deal with having this autistic brother. I was always regarded as a freak because my older brother was autistic." I said, "But." but your younger brother was artistic because, you know, you're older than both of them. So yeah. so how is it that it didn't impact you? You weren't made to feel like a social pariah because of it. And, you know, he, didn't, he said, I just never did. You know, I just took him for who he was, right? Yeah. So maybe that was the dynamic. Maybe um, it was just causing too much. Yeah. I think I, this, this question is so hard. You it know, is. there's no... I remember there was a show answer. when I was growing up once, like a 60-minute profile it was this family devout I think they were devoutly Christian anyway they would adopt all the kids with special needs literally a lot of them were handicapped mm -hmm. and you know various learning disabilities some of them were blind um, deaf and they just found a way to you know to take care of them they found a way to just make it blend make it work yeah so it, so it is intention it is intention. it really is just, I mean, the question was about significant other, but obviously it's going to float into 
children and well, what is family? Whatever. Exactly. I mean, I mean, again, family? like gay couples, same-sex pairs who don't plan on having children want the right to be considered a family. And I absolutely am in agreement. If you commit yeah, to one too. another, you know, forsaking all others, I mean, yeah. that is a commitment, mm-hmm. and that's a family. You know that you're going to raise a shared goals unit. You know, I totally agree. Yeah, for sure. Did you have any last words? Mm-hmm. That family is essential to every living human being. Those who, every society that has tried to break a family unit has tried to substitute in something else, be it religion or state or what have you, and it's failed. It's failed miserably. People will always, always look for something that is family. They need the intimacy and they need to feel cared and loved and cherished and that they're safe. Well, thank you. Thank you for sharing. So, guys, thanks so much for listening. This is episode three of season three. We talked about family. What is family? We talked about um, when do we consider a significant other family? Talked about many other things, even special needs. So, I want to thank Susanna so, so, so much for joining us today. It was a pleasure, Elizabeth.